Mic check, mic check, mic check. Mortal Masters podcast, y'all's main of course. Hey, look, man, I know I ain't been doing intros in a long time. I've been neglecting uh, the audio portion of my, my podcast for a long time, and I, I'm, I'm truly sorry. I would try to get better at it. Um, I spend so many, so much time editing now, uh, the videos and putting out uh, features and things of that nature. I'm sorry, snippets and things of that nature that, um, yeah, I, I just get tied up sometimes. I'm not going to lie, I get tied up. But I think I found a way to do some different things. Um, I haven't put audio out in a while, mainly because I uh, actually lost, well, not lost, but you might as well say damaged my mixer that I had. So I'm using a, a interface now. And with the interface, I'm having problems because I have two microphones and we be talking and one go at the left ear, one go at the right ear. I think I may have fixed the issue. Y'all will be able to tell me with this podcast if you can hear it out of both speakers. The sound may still be a little lower, but I do uh, pledge to get better at that um, as time goes on. Either that or I'm just going to fix me a, fix fix or buy me a new mixer, but... Um, I had birthdays on top of birthday on top of birthdays, Christmas. December is not a good month for me. Um, and I definitely don't have nobody to turn to and say, hey, let me borrow this. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that person. So um, I just been sucking it up. And then and, and I guess in January, I'll go ahead and, and do what I got to do to get get right. Um, but yeah, without further ado, man, new episode. Didn't want to hold you too long. Sorry. I know it's probably one of the worst intros of all time, but I'm testing it out. I'm in a place right now where um, I'm just testing out last minute so I can come out tomorrow morning or tonight if i put it out right now i want to put that audio with this i think i found a way to make it where the audio doesn't come out of both um head out of one headphone and then my voice out the other headphone or whatever it sounded weird i didn't like it um so yeah i apologize for that without further ado let's get into episode more masses podcast we out yes sir oh no hold on i already got trying to last it last few choosing. yes yeah, on, last few choose. <laughs> No wrong with that. Mm. Gotta get it how you gotta get it. Okay. All right. Mic check, mic check. Mortal Masters podcast. I was made of course. Got a special guest across from me. Got Miss Sunja Danette. Yeah. I said it right. There you go. There we go. How you doing? I am well. I am well. How are you? I'm doing okay, man. I'm doing okay. I've been on a run with um just arts and stuff, and I I do feel like there's certain people in the city that you ain't gonna skip out on, especially when you think about who's doing what in arts and who means what to certain yeah, arts in the city. Um, I've watched you for, I don't know how long now, but for a good little minute now. Uh, I know we follow um, each other's uh, stuff and mm-hmm. content. And I think as anybody's in that arts field, um, you got to kind of be cognizant of the artists you have around you. You Absolutely. know, um, So we'll get into a lot of stuff that you that you do. I know it's multiple things, and even under them things, it's multiple things. <laughs> but before we get into all those multiple <laughs> things, you know, we're going to talk about you real quick. So uh, just give a little, uh, a little synopsis of who you are, where you're from type of thing. Okay, well... I am Sanja Danette. I am from Albany, Georgia. Um, some people call it the Benny, right? That's where I'm the from. The Benny? The Benny, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What, what, what is that? Albany, I'm not, don't, I hope I'm saying it wrong. Is that the capital of Georgia or no? It is, no. The capital of Georgia is Atlanta. Oh, wow. Yes. But Albany never been the capital at all? Never, but it is in the top ten largest. They got an HBCU there. They mistaken. do okay. Albany State. Okay. I'm thinking about Correct. black stuff. Okay, there yep. we go. There's All black right. stuff. Cool, cool. <laughs> no, 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 a lot something. of black stuff in Albany. <laughs> I know was something. I know it was something great there. Something great there. Okay, a lot of melanin. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I'm from Albany, Georgia. I was born and raised there, and then I traveled a bit um, up and down the East Coast, and I came here 
to pursue my professional endeavors and and art as well. And so I'm a singer, songwriter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before I get into the, the now, or just what you got into, like describe um, just your life, your life, your childhood, um, living up in Albany. Like, what was life like for you? Oldest, youngest, mom, dad, grandma. Oh, okay, okay. Let's get into that psychological stuff, right? <laughs> I, I try, I, my goal is always to make, make somebody understand. They know who you are. Right. Absolutely. You know? Well, I am the middle child. I am the middle child of five. Mm. Um, 2.5, gotcha. Yes, yes, I absolutely am. And I was the only one that was planned. <laughs> but um, anyway. Uh, let she, me she, say. she better have the siblings, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but yes, I'm in the middle of five. And um, I was extremely um, to myself growing up, very much in my own world, um, probably still am. But um, <laughs> yes, I was a, I was a nerd, yeah, I was a nerd growing up. That's what I was. I was Be, quiet for the most part. Being in the middle of uh, five, what's what's the sibling count? Was it brothers, sisters? How many? So I have two brothers and two sisters. Ah, yeah, okay. I always thought it was really cool. The brothers older than you, both of them. So no, is I have an older brother and an older sister. Younger brother and younger sister. Oh, you really are the middle. And I, I literally am the middle. And I also have traits of the oldest because my older siblings are 10 and 12 years older than I am. So I have traits of the middle child and also have traits of the oldest child. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, Albany, I know I'll be talking about a lot of black stuff up there. Like, what, what's it like up there versus um, here? Is it, is it like a country town? Is it city it, like? So, been up there before? so, Augusta is two times larger than Albany. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So Albany is a, a small town. Um, and it's a place that I wasn't able to really get into. Um, <laughs> I wanted to leave from middle school. I was like, yeah, I'm not staying here. You know, so even now they try to say, oh, when you come back, I'm like, no, what, what didn't you like about it? Like, um, so is it a lot of black people up there? Like there are, there are a good bit of black people there. Um, it's a black town or is it not? A it black is town? mostly black. Okay, it is mostly black. Kind of like Augusta, you know, where the surrounding cities are not. But okay. the um, <laughs> I can see that. But the majority was is actually very like very much like Augusta so because it's split too. It's considered the big city by mm. the surrounding. Towns. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So you got so, your Albany, you got your outskirts of Albany, like your Jefferson yeah. County, your, mm-hmm. okay. and then the closest big city is Atlanta, really, or okay. Jacksonville. Okay. You know, so so uh, Albany is the city. You did, so you didn't want to go to Albany State? Um, actually, I went to Albany State for one year. Um, that was per the request of my mother because she wanted me to stay um, one more year. And so I went for one year. It was not, um, I wasn't a fan of the experience because I'm, I'm different. I appreciate the HBCU thing, but it just wasn't, it wasn't for me, you know. And so I wound up graduating from Armstrong in Savannah, okay. which is now Georgia Southern. But um, I did not know that. Yes, Georgia Southern is now. 
Oh, they they, they link they link the two. Well, no, they own it. It's Georgia oh, wow. Southern. <laughs> I know, I, I've been to Armstrong yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Basketball wise, just seeing some games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they, they yep. did that though. Yeah, no, it's no longer Armstrong. It is now. I just Georgia thought people stopped going there. I nope. guess I thought he was just stopped going to Armstrong. You know, I stopped hearing the names. I thought I thought they stopped getting enrollment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No. What yeah. the, so what was the and I guess I'm asking these questions. I ask these questions to kind of get more of a feel of the person. So what was the dynamic um, in your household? I know you said you're the middle of five. Mm-hmm. Um, you grew up with your mom and dad. Just mom. I grew up with my mother. Okay. Grew up with my mother. Uh, my father was not really a part of um, our lives, um, and that was unfortunate. Yeah, he left when I was six. And so, and then after that, it was more like visits, random visits. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so I mean, I guess y'all have a relationship really technically mm-hmm. speaking. So, but the relationship, did that make you and your, your, you and your mom relationship like closer or just because that's all you knew, that's all you had? So I had a very interesting upbringing. Um, very interesting because my, you know how everyone has that crazy auntie. Right. But um, that was my mother. Oh, she was a crazy auntie. <laughs> yes. The, the wild one. Yes. Okay. Not wild, but kind of wild, but crazy. Because, you know, within the black community, a lot of times we dismiss, you know, the, you know, mental issues and stuff like that. And we just like, oh, you know, you know, whatever. Um, and we just label them the crazy auntie or the crazy uncle, you know. So we had a very different you know, upbringing because my mother, you know, does have, um, you know, mental, you know, illness. And so, but she's high functioning, you know, and, um, but we didn't realize how different we grew up until we like kind of hit the real world. I was like, oh, hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's normal. But um. <laughs> so so you and you coming up, I guess, and that's it's your mom. So of course you're not mm-hmm. really thinking that. That's, right. that's what you know. So right. You coming up as that's like the that's how things are supposed supposed to be. Or. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was different because, like I said, that's the crazy auntie. You know. Saying, your so family, do your, your yeah. family like do they do they remind you? Like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say your mom is cra- your yeah, mom crazy. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. Like you know, it's it's a, that's tough. it's kind of like a joke. You know. Oh, okay. What I'm saying? Okay. In a joke a, way, not in, like in a, in a joking okay, way. Not like of, in a, yeah, okay. yeah. Not in a not in a you know hurtful or mean way, but you don't realize until you grow up. Like oh, oh, you know. But yeah. So yeah, there were a lot of things that we couldn't do. A lot of things that, you know. It was very, very interesting. It's super religious. How would, too, how, well. how would that how would that transfer into today's society? Cause I feel like, and I, I could be wrong, in today's mm-hmm. society, a lot of stuff that in the whether it be the seventies, eighties, nineties, even early two thousand, maybe, um, was looked at as quote unquote crazy or you know you too, you doing too much or whatever. Right. Stay away from me. No, but now it's like it's normal. Well, no, it, it still wouldn't be deemed as normal. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is probably something different. It makes, okay, it makes sense. There's, there's a list of things. It was also super religious to add to it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was very, my mom was extremely strict on us with what we could watch, what we could do, you know, like, and I am, I'm kind of like that in some areas because I grew up like that. So it's like, oh, what, what is what is this you're watching? You know, what are you right, doing? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not bad or good, but at the same time is, 
you know, is very, very strict. I do have more of an open mind, you know, today. But um, I was gonna ask you, yeah. like, so, like, how did you get any? How did you get into? Um, make sure I say the word right. Your artistic <laughs> bag, you know, <laughs> of, of tapping into what is the talent, multi talents yes. of you now. Yes. With with um, being under that strict guidance or super religious guidance, because some mm-hmm. forms of art, mm-hmm. if you are, if you're around somebody who's super religious, they don't want you even bothering that well, type of stuff. Well, fortunately, my mother um, also, like, even with her very strict areas, she also had some, some very liberal areas where she let us go to whatever church we wanted to go to. Mm. And um, that is actually where I was able to blossom and bloom. So church. my background is the church, deep in the church, okay? Leader ship and you know all of that good stuff that is where i was acting singing writing and acting, you know like praise dancing mm, no like acting like, like, like church plays and stuff like, like that at christmas time or yes. stuff like that. okay mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so i was able to to blossom artistically um there we go in the church art yes art <laughs> Just making sure, you know. Yeah. Artistically. I don't speak as well as you. So, like, you speak very well. I, I, I don't speak that well. I, even when I try to talk slow, it's like I feel like I'm... Going I fast. feel slow. So really? I, I feel like I look slow, talking slow, so I just uh, have to... Oh, wow. And, they start, and I do that, they start going out, coming out quicker. And like, you said you're from New York, and so y'all, most of y'all talk... You either talk fast or you talk slow. You know true. what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> she said you know what I'm saying. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, coming up in the church, right? Cause mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think I'm not gonna say it gets a, a bad rap, but I do think we at more liberal times now than than Extremely. ever, right? Extremely. So Extremely. the church is talked about more and just different settings. Not mm-hmm. always bad, but not always great either. Correct. But you coming up un- under that umbrella mm-hmm. of being in the church, mm-hmm. um, how well, how would you say? Well, in what ways did that uh, help you with the growth with your artistic side? You know, things of that nature. <laughs> Um, even then, I felt like I was slow looking at you. I'm looking at you like, am I saying it right? But um, what, what what ways? What were some pros to that? So um, the pros, I am extremely grateful that I grew up with the upbringing that I did. You know, because it helped to create the person I am today. So um, when I do something, I do something. I do view church as an organization because it is an organization because I am the church, <laughs> okay? And so um, I've been fortunate and blessed to be in churches that were well-versed, you know, in, you know, with sound doctrine, you know, and so I was able to learn so much um, growing up in the church. I was a youth leader in the church, you know, and so... I'm very grateful because that's where I learned about different cultures. I grew up in a multicultural church. I was exposed to a lot of different things while growing up. When you say multicultural, you mean it was more than black people in your church? There were about 15 different countries represented in the church I grew what? up in. What kind of church yes. is this? What's the name this, of it? Like, it, like, what it kind of church is it? Vitry Tabernacle in Albany, Georgia, and it's still, you know, um, up and running and thriving today. It was Pastor Eddie Adams. He was a pastor. I started going there at the age of 12. On your own? On my own. Because you say she did Yeah, my mother. So every Sunday I wake up and y'all go different places. So that, for a while, that's what was happening. It's not not funny, but it's funny. It's interesting. (laughs) 
But everyone wound up coming to victory, and we all wound up, you know, there. I was the first one to go, though, um, because, you know, they had a church van, and I got picked up. Yeah. So and you and you with the plan child. So let's keep going. Yeah. Okay. First one to go to church, plan child. I'm making a little list here. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, everyone wound up coming there, and that wound up being our family church. You know, and so yeah, there were a lot of. That's where I started learning Spanish, and yeah, it was just a very enriching environment to be in. See, I won't get into that later, but now I get into it now because mm-hmm. you said something. You said well, you start learning Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like what happened? What was the what was the the situation that happened that said okay we're gonna teach you Spanish what like what what was going on in the church that they said we're gonna teach Spanish here so they did not exactly teach Spanish at the church but they did have a we also had a Spanish church um, okay. so within the church it was another like um, after like their church service would be like three o'clock but it was a part of our church so as it was well. a different service but they spoke in Spanish it was a Spanish service yes like Gloria a Dios one. yes. <laughs> <laughs> What made you want to go to that one? Was it like the food? You trying to take the food? So or like one that? of my oh yeah, the food and the music is different. Like the music is like super lively. I you know I love black music and I love black church music, but I mean put the, the salsa music to you know to a Christian song. So like oh my I'm god, I'm trying to think of it now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I grew up around Puerto Ricans a lot. Okay, so yes, so I yeah, they use the same that. music in church. No matter the what, same, it's the same. <laughs> and we do too. So it's funny, exactly. Right? But it's a good emotion, bad emotion. That was like a slow emotion. Felt. It's the same thing. Exactly. Like R and B is is gospel. Okay, right, you right, know. Right, so right. yeah, exactly. So I I really love the culture because I feel like we're kindred. You know, that's my cousin in real life. You know what I'm saying? Because what there's no Hispanic without an African. Yeah. You know. So. Um, and my best friend, she was Puerto Rican, and I would go to church with them to their church, and yeah, and so it started there. And my favorite singer, Crystal Lewis, all of her albums, mm-hmm. she also had Spanish, okay, with them, and so inspired, yeah, inspired so it, that all you know inspired me to start learning Spanish. So I want to talk about so let's when you when you start going to arts uh, on your own, like outside of uh, the church. Mm-hmm. The organization, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, how was that for you? And, and, and what steps did you, what steps do you take? And how different was it? Because obviously, in a church, you're known already, so mm-hmm. you have you you done built your your platform, build you. I'm, I'm ready. To, my stage fright is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm not the man, but I'm the man here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the person in charge, the woman. Right. You know, um, how was it different trying to now in the outside world also conquer that? with arts okay so it was extremely different <laughs> i can imagine no software it was very different um and the people are different you know that are outside of the organization mm-hmm. um kind of sort of um i started off in atlanta like my first the first thing i did that was outside of the church because i i started performing outside of the church like three years ago, three and a half years ago. Okay, so, so you just you, you just started, really? Then. Yes, really, okay. and um, you know, it's I had stage fright because now I'm like these people are looking at me. Right, right. <laughs> when you sing at church, you you know, like ah, oh, you know, you singing to God, and everyone is focus is not on you. You know, the churches that I grew up in, you know, the focus is not on the singer. The focus is on who we're singing about, gotcha. you know, and so 
Yeah. And that kind of church, I'm gonna ask a church question. That mm-hmm. kind of church, like, what happens if you mess up? Like, you say you not, oh, you don't sound that great, or you forget a song. Like, what do they say? Nothing. And, and, and nothing. Nothing. They treated. They treated the same way. They no, treated the same no, way. Um, Passa nothing. None of that stuff. <laughs> No. You treated the, the black same. Church, they be like, so be like slow down, baby, take your time. Yeah, your time. yeah. In the, in the black church, like take your time, baby, take your time. So, um, like I say, it was a multicultural church, and so really, if you didn't do well, or if someone is singing whose um, skill level is not that high, then it's not really a lot that said you treated the same way. Everyone is treated like pretty much the same, you know. Um, but was I one of the ones that was that stood out? Of course, I was the first and only child that was on the adult praise team. Mm. You know, there. Add that one to that. Yeah, the <laughs> only child on adult praise team. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, I'm just building your resume up. For you oh, I appreciate you. I um, appreciate you. So what? So and, and, and I guess what 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 took not took you so long, but what made you wait so long to try to leave? Not leave, but come like work on arts outside of what well, you knew. In essence, I did have to leave. Like I left in order to do what I wanted to do because being so deep in it, you know, and just however how I am when I do something, I'm like giving myself wholeheartedly to it. So I didn't at that time see where I could do both, you know. And so I was like, well, let me just go see, you know, see what's up <laughs> out here. Your first, you said your first, uh, your first, uh, I guess, opportunity outside mm-hmm. of the church was in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What was the mindset? Did you choose Atlanta? Or that's, that, that's what happened. I was living up? in Atlanta at the time, okay. and so um, it was Apache Club before it moved to the new location. And I was like, well, you know, if I'm going to start, I might as well start in the. You know, start at a place that's, you know, known for talented singers. Um, I got up there. I did. I performed well, but I wound up running off the stage. Um, you ran off? Like you, like, yes. Like you just, like, ran I ran. I, like, kind of, like. You was an adult? I was, yes. Was, this was, like, three, <laughs> like three and a half years ago. Did you, did you run, like, full speed? I didn't run like, full y'all. speed. It was just, like, and I forgot the lyrics of the song. I sang um, Jill Scott. He loves me, mm. Isaiah in the key of E flat. I sang a little bit of that, and um, I forgot the words. Yeah, the words completely escaped me, and then it was just became freestyling and scatting, and um. <laughs> <laughs> how how how, you, how what were your feelings like? At, like, did you did you want to quit? Did you just like? I I did not quit. I had a friend, Valerie. She she was there. She was like, she was like, okay. You know we're gonna go back next week, right? I'm like, yes. You know it was open mic Wednesday nights, and I'm like, okay. And it was a, a full. It was full wow. of people, and I'm just like, oh my god, the words are gone. So let me just say some of the words that I know and scat. <laughs> Were you nervous or something? I was so nervous. I was so nervous. Oh my god. Well, ask about that. So like, yeah, because like, obviously you've been performing like all your life. I would, mm-hmm. Well, at least twelve yeah. since till now. Yeah. Like what? Do you do you get uh, nervous every time you hit the stage? Still, most of the time, I have butterflies, or I have to use the bathroom, you know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta go pee real quick. <laughs> so most of the time, if I'm nervous, 
bear butterfly they have to calm myself down to breathe I'm like breathe in breathe out it's okay you know and I remind myself of my why of why I do what I do you know and um that usually helps me and calms me but I yeah social I like social anxiety is like whoo but I make it through right. and yeah so it's like well, hmm. well I want to kind of touch on your journey like mm-hmm. even in the past uh three and a half four years that you've been mm-hmm. that you have been outside of the organization um doing things um what's some of the like the first wins you started to see when you started to do so I know the first thing you did probably in 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 real time, it don't look like a win because you mm-hmm. ran out of the state, but also it's a win because now you know what not to do or right. you know, how, to, Absolutely. how to attack that situation mm-hmm. next time you run into it. Yeah. But what are some um, wins that you got? Like you first started doing, like, okay, I can to kind of build your confidence back up or yes. build it even more. Yeah, than what you yeah, had. to build it. Um, practice, practicing and putting yourself, putting myself out there more just putting myself out there, putting myself in a situation because there's always opportunities around to perform, you know, and with social media, it's like even it's exhaustive, you know, (laughs) literally and figuratively. (laughs) Um, You know, there's always room for growth and improvement. That's how I view my craft is something that I can always build upon, something I I can always practice and learn something new, do something different. And it's I love to do it. I'll never not do it, you know, so... It's just putting yourself out there to actually do it in front of other people. At what point did you uh, come to Augusta and to start you know, doing your art? Around what time did you come to Augusta? So that was great question. You know, I try. so. <laughs> <laughs> so it was 2019. I came here in 2019. Um, I met um, one of the artists here. Um, uh, everyone knows him, Kig, and we met. Gig, gig, we, we were, yeah, we were gigging in Atlanta, and I uh, met him, and I was like, he's like, oh, you should come to Augusta. I'm like, Augusta. And I was like, <laughs> hey, hey, what you talking about, man? What was that? I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, because I never thought, I never had a thought about Augusta. You know, I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, so it's like, okay, well, let's let's see. You know, and I had some gigs there. And I, you know, fell in love with the city. If you're traveling with the secret mayor of Augusta, he's going to make you love it anyway, right? Oh, is that guy. <laughs> he's the VIP to all things. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I, it was uh, Kig and Karen and, Ooh, you know. Karen going. Yes, yeah. that's, I started with them, that's you the know. That's the key to the so city right exactly, there. Exactly, exactly. That was the K, her, sta- mm-hmm. her name's Stanford. I don't know if you know that, but the really? K, her name's Stanford, keeps the city. Oh. Yeah. And we told her the other day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I started gigging, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was currently at a, um, a rest stop at home for a little bit in Albany, and I'm like, okay, I'm either going to move back to Atlanta, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, Augusta seems like a nice place to live. It's kind of in the middle. It's mm-hmm. not as fast as Atlanta, and it's not as slow as Albany, right? So somewhere in the middle, and the rent is not ridiculous like in Atlanta. At the time. Right, at that time. Yeah. <laughs> at that time. <laughs> so um, I feel like applications for work in both places, Atlanta and Augusta. And I was like, whoever called me, then I'm out. And so Augusta called me, you know, uh, uh, Richmond County Schools. <laughs> what? So you worked in the school? I did. That's what's up. Yes. <laughs> so 
All right, and you, and you, and you, work, and you so you come down here, and I guess, like you said, kids, they, mm-hmm. they played a, a good part in that bringing you down. Mm-hmm. Um, what's some of the, like, what's some of the things you saw as far as the um, city when it comes to art that you did admire up in the city? Oh, of my gosh. I was like, oh, I see so many weirdos like myself. And I was like, that is so, you know, appealing to me. That started very, yes. very wild just now. Like, what are we going with? What the hell? Okay, I got you, though. Keep rocking. That's all good. I was like, where's she going with this? Okay, got you. <laughs> all right. That could go so many places, right? But no, um, weird artists. You know, artists are weird. They are, you know, they have their own swag. They have their own view and perspective of things. And so, yes, we are definitely considered weird in how we do and process and live a lot of times. But, um, yes, the art is just so rich here. The um, musicianships, the artists, like the all types of artists. And it's celebrated. It really is truly celebrated. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. This is amazing, you know? And, you know, it was, it wasn't Atlanta, but it was close enough, you know? I'm so. glad you mentioned that, because mm-hmm. I was going to just say that. It's yeah. funny how um, being here for the time I've been here, just especially being in the media during the times I've, I've put a focus on art uh, and mm-hmm. just music and stuff like that, um, you find a lot of times people, whether it's, in an artistic standpoint or just living regular life, right? Mm-hmm. They do the opposite of, of what you had done, mm-hmm. which is, you know, you, you did some things in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Didn't work, and I work, still whatever. work in Atlanta. And yeah. then you came to Augusta, but yeah. you're like, you see in Augusta, like, wow, I, I like this, right? Mm-hmm. But then you have the opposite. People will literally be here. This is their backyard. This is like and their they home. It. And they're like, I got to go to Atlanta to get this arts off. I got to go to Atlanta because I am I play the trombone or, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I sing this or... And it's crazy. I'm like, well, you got everything right here if you mm-hmm. use your resources. I, Correct. One of the points I'm making a lot lately is that I think in life in general, we don't always use all our resources. Absolutely. We'll say we can't do this, but we didn't ask everybody that mm-hmm. probably could help us get to what we're trying yes. to get to to do that. Or we say, it's not enough this here, but you only saying that because you've been to one corner of that section. Correct, yeah. You got a whole 75% that you ain't touched yet, mm-hmm. so you don't know what's, what's there mm-hmm. or what's not there. And I think um, Augusta is real um, representative of that where it's like it's a lot of arts, a lot Absolutely. of, um, and it's, it, it is celebrated yes. monthly, weekly, even in a lot of yes. places if you go to the right place and yes. the right people. Absolutely. So what was important, what was dope about just your story just now was telling me is that you ran into one of the people who means so much to just the arts uh, program and the growth of arts mm-hmm. in the city. Absolutely. Being King and Karen, mm-hmm. that um, yeah, that's like the best thing you can you can ever yes. do. You know? yeah. Anytime somebody asks me a question about. Right, so I just say he talked to Karen Gold. Absolutely. Once yes. I found out, I, I thought she was white when I, uh, when I first heard her name, right? Not because yeah, she said Karen, Karen. Was funny, right? You know. Before Karen was Karen, before Karen, Karen, Karen right? was Karen, right? <laughs> but but um, I, I, I had, it was a girl, Eva Miller, and she would do a show um, called, um, uh, it, was a, it was like a, 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 a yearly event, you know? Mm-hmm. And she mentioned Karen Gold, and she was like, she got the keys to the city, mm-hmm. me something doing her. So I, I ended up tagging her in a post that mm-hmm. I was posting of this this person talking. Right. I said, oh, she's black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then I tagged her. And then from there, one day she did my podcast. She, she quoted something I said. Mm-hmm. And we kind of linked up, you know, over time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just meeting her and knowing her. Like, you get introduced to so many people. I don't care who you are, where yes, you are. I've absolutely. been at work. I used to work at this, at this shop on, uh, or this place on Future Road. Mm-hmm. 
and it'd be district people coming in there all the time, and mm-hmm. Karen be shopping there, and I'd be working. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Jermaine, come here real quick. Hey, this is Jermaine from Water Mass. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, well, I'm also working, but you know, it's yes. all good. But that's that's the type of vibe you want to be around. Absolutely. Um, people who want to bring you into those rooms and bring you into those settings. Yes. Introduce you to the people that matter when it comes yes. to arts yes. and what you're doing. That way, you don't have that feeling of. I don't have it here. I got to Atlanta. Right. Yeah, and I I understand that. I do understand, um, especially when it's home. Your hometown, a lot of times, is not exactly. It may not be where you're going to flourish. Mm-hmm. It may not. You know, for a lot of obvious reasons, not because of the lack of resources, but because of your environment. Yeah. You know. So even if you're in your home space you may have to change your environment. You know, you may have to change the people you hang around. You may have to change the places you go right. to get something different or do something different. And, yeah. Well, you make a good point because with, with, with you being in arts and even your environment, like how you got up into arts, which was coming through the church, mm-hmm. um, not everybody into arts the same way, you right. know? And like you said, you could be a part of your environment. So if for some reason you're living in a, I'm going to just use Hesper instead of using like the average uh <laughs> the poverty-stricken mm-hmm, black child. Right. So let's say you're living in Hepsburg, you know, and you're around those people, whatever, right. and you, you're from a, a richer culture, mm-hmm. you may not get to ever experience the arts that we like, you know, in our culture yeah. mm-hmm. um, because of your environment. You got to move around. But um, the dopest thing about with, with you coming up is like in, in your uh, organization, the church, you have multiple cultures and things Absolutely. of that nature, so you probably never had that one track mind. No. Like I, I grew up like all around all black people, so mm-hmm. when I came out here and I seen uh, white kids in the school, and I was like, "What's going on here?" Like, you know, like I remember seeing gothic kids. It was a, it was a group, it was like a group of gothic kids, a group of like sports players. Um, mm-hmm. You had your regular people, you know, mm-hmm. but everybody was like so clicked up, and, and that's that's life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it got this. I always see this in movies, like mm-hmm. I, this is MTV to me, you know. Like this is a, <laughs> one of them uh, rock band, you know, Stacey's mom got it going yes. on type of type, oh of, type of music gosh, videos. Yes. And I was like, all right, but that was my mindset. I never mm-hmm. knew nothing else. Yeah. And like coming down here, like you open your eyes to it. So mm-hmm. like, had I never been around that, and then say I see twenty five years old coming down here, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. get away from me. Like, you right. weird. You know, you know wow, what I'm saying? Like you yeah. said earlier. But they yeah. not. You know, mm-hmm. you really you realize that you being a crowd of these people and they just like you. Yes. They yeah. might have their own kind of like niche and what they mm-hmm. like to do and what they like to wear and yeah. how they act, but really they just they're just like you, you know. Absolutely. But you don't get that appreciation that uh, appreciation people until you and you're around it. Yes. So like you said, just the, the product of your environment, um being around what you're around can uh can it can well, push you in this direction or, or another direction, depending on you know what you're around. Absolutely. I like I like like that about Augusta. It's not a melting pot per se, but it's definitely like uh, diverse. Yes, yeah, it's, it's diverse. Not as it's not as diverse as where I came up from, but I think we was a melting pot, just minorities. It's a bunch Correct. of minorities by each other versus yes, you got your whites, your blacks, your mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but say that to say I say that to say like when you um being down here like what's some of your uh, favorite things in in the, in the artistic form to do or your favorite places to um perform or uh to go to kind of kind of release your artistic side yes well um I I am you know a professional so I do you know get booked and I'm booked pretty often and so for me being such an introvert as I am I consider that my social my social aspect when I'm working. Definitely. And so <laughs> got to. You got to. Yes. You got time for enough. You, you got exactly. to make it as you go along. Exactly. <laughs> um, but downtown Augusta really 
is just there's always something going on. There's always a place to go to listen to live music. Live music is is you can always find somewhere where you can listen to live music. Um, whereas there's Partridge in there's Shannon's there's um, I'll be singing at Truth Augusta on the 30th in the Country Western Night. Okay. Um, yeah, so there are just a plethora of different places to go. People message me like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, you know what's going on? This is your city. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's rough. Right. That's how it's rough. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, let's, let me hook you up with the events going on this week. You know, so it's always something going on. There's... um. Downtown is, I think, is really the best place to be because you find yourself running up on something that you didn't even know was going on. That's another conversation when people don't be knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as much as people post on social media, but it go back to what you said though. Depending mm-hmm. on your environment, because like you can have a group of friends on the internet and none of them into arts. They all all they into one particular kind mm-hmm. of art. Yeah, and. Sometimes, like you, you, do, you might not know about live bands. Right. A lot of yeah. people don't know about that. They, right. they, they never been to a live band performance. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Uh, which I want to get into in a second, but they mm-hmm. never been to those. So like, they don't understand uh, what it means and, and and why it's a big deal. Why mm-hmm. why I get booked so much. Right. You got a lot of people who only and arts arts have its own um, inner. I would say inner. Uh, I don't want to say like a battle, but you could you could say that battle within itself with. Not accepting of other arts, absolutely. You know? So you only think it's, it's very only R&B, it's only rap. That's it. It's extremely clickish. You know? It's but very interesting. When you yeah. think about it, and I talked to the Karen Gordons and like mm-hmm. the bands is that's what they, that's what make the money out of the bands because it's always gonna be room for a band. Yeah. I don't care what you can't always go rap at an event. You can't no, always you go R and B sing at an mm-hmm. event, but you can yeah. always. Yeah. Book a band. Absolutely. That's the safest. <laughs> it's for all ages. You know what I'm saying? It's like the PG. It's yes. like it's PG. Yeah. It's gonna be much. complete anyway anytime if, of day. If that's what you request. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. You can you can get raunchy if you want yes, to cover exactly, the stuff in that exactly, nature too. Exactly. Um, you got arts and the hearts in the city. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. people don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And you got people who like every year they're learning about it. Like, you, I you could not believe that. Yeah. I'm like, you There's didn't know about arts and art. That come to Augusta just for that. Like mm-hmm, I got my platform called More Than a Masters, but Austin Horses is a, is, a, is a real good uh, example of that, being mm-hmm. more massive, because people come down here for that as well. Correct. You know, it's not just about, we got events that people will travel to come mm-hmm. see, and um, that's one of them. You got a bunch of bands, a bunch yes. of immensely uh, yes. talented people. Most of them be from here, too. Yeah, exactly. They used to live down the street from you. It's beautiful. You yes, know? I love it. I love it. Um, but, yeah. so you, you, I know you're professional. I know you, you do your own, you're your own entity mm-hmm. as well, but mm-hmm. you also are in a band or are you um, not I was well he was in a band so <laughs> I want to ask you about the band stuff though. I want to ask you like the pros not pros and cons but like what's some of the like cause I, I have a, I have my own opinion on like working with people Ooh, that, I get asked right? this question yes. but like what's some pros and cons of working in a band or, or being in a band rather and mm-hmm. then being your own individual artist so it's very interesting and for me it's interesting because even though I may work, you know, as on my own as well, but I will also book a gig where it's like, oh, we want a band. I'm like, okay, and then I go get musicians, and mm-hmm. there you go, you got your band, okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, that is is always doable for me. So I don't really see any restraint or any restrictions for me as my own entity. Um, because whatever the client is per, is requesting, I can provide it. And so 
but then being in a part of a band, which I did have the experience, and it was it was very um, it was fun. You know, I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, and um, just having different personalities. You mm-hmm. know, having to try to meld together, and um, and having you know a specified leader. You know, all of those things. So the the dynamics are different. The dynamics are different. So different than me getting a band together for this gig mm-hmm. as opposed to being in a band and we are, you know, performing as that particular band. Probably not, probably not a good question to ask. I'm going to ask mm-hmm. anyway, right? What, mm-hmm. what band, which, and out of the two you just named, right, mm-hmm. what band you think plays better? That's a great question because at the end of the day, I think it really depends on the skill level of the musicians as well as um, how much time they put in in rehearsing. Okay. I only yeah. ask that. Like, mm-hmm. I always, I'll be comparing sports. I know I can't love when I get in my, my sports versus mm-hmm. arts bag and stuff, but <laughs> I, I think about the cohesiveness of a band that practices, that has the ups and downs mm-hmm. of the arguments, not arguments, that dynamics you talk mm-hmm. about, the leader versus I might want to be the leader, so, you know, I'm right. down, I might be actually yeah. doing stuff yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I'll be... And I can't tell you because I haven't been around bands that much, but mm-hmm. I did watch uh, this one band. I wish I could say their name. I just can't think of mm-hmm. right now. Damn it. <laughs> but they, that might have, I've seen a few bands. I ain't seen every band, mm-hmm. there, but I've seen a few of them. That was probably one of the most co- cohesive events I, or performances I've seen just in my life. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was this year during Austin the Hearts. I, I, it's, I don't know. It, it could a, have been. It was, a, it was a it was a woman lead singer. She's married to one of the, one of the one of the instruments. Oh, okay, okay. No, I think EQ was it EQ. No, no, no. I, I know them. No, oh, okay. I like that's my guy. People too. Oh, I'm not okay. saying no, no, but it wasn't them. Okay, um, they can sing though. Yeah. I, I grew up with a man when I grew up, but I know a man you were from when I before mm-hmm. I moved down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't them, but uh, nah, I, I can't think of Karen. Oh, you know what I mean? I just can't think of probably. it right now. Because which stage were they? Were they on the global? Karen or stage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, this oh. year was on Karen stage. They, they closed it out on Saturday night. And I can't think of it, but they sung some songs and the cohesiveness was just, I just, it made, it made me be like, yo, why, did, why was I in band? I was, why why mm. didn't I play an instrument? Like, wow, so you were truly I'm, I'm watching everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, your eyes, is, of course you're going to be on the singer because they mm-hmm. sing and they, mm-hmm. but then you got these people playing an instrument so beautiful, you know what I'm saying? It's yes. like, you start to really think of how, like, and we talk about being artistic um, and how y- y'all minds think differently, mm-hmm. but when you, in a band, yeah. you realize how it's, it's, it's true. It's, it's true. One band, one, one sound. sound. But then again, you got you have to break them sounds down. Absolutely. So when I'm hearing the guy on the piano, I'm like, I'm looking for a little while. And I'm looking at him, not thinking about the singer or none mm-hmm. of that. I'm just honed on the piano. Right. Like, damn, he really is amazing. Like, that, yeah. Without that, it don't sound, you know? Absolutely. And then I'm thinking about her singing. I'm thinking about this person in the background. Mm-hmm. This guy on the drums. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. everybody is doing amazing. Everybody got their own piece. Yes. And it, and you think about life in general, like, mm-hmm. it, it makes you think, like, damn, you know? That's how life supposed to work. Like That's everybody right. do their part, and you sound so beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, let's make music. And then when somebody don't do their part, mm-hmm. you might not sound that great. That's and right. now somebody got to pick up somewhere else. And yes, but yeah, I I, I, I asked them a question because I wonder if a band that kind of you know has the ups and downs together, mm-hmm. practices together, versus I'm thinking about basketball versus the team that I might pick five great players to mm-hmm. play with each other right. but are they really going to beat the team that's 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 really are practicing they? cohesion together? is extremely important and to me cohesion can happen it doesn't matter how long y'all been playing together mm-hmm. cuz you can just 
you know, be mediocre and been together for 10 years, whatever, you know. (laughs) True. (laughs) So um, the skill level and the emotional intelligence, all of that plays a part, you know, the different types of personality and being willing to be flexible and actually be a team and say, okay, this is the common goal that we have and this is what we're going to do. And that I think it applies across the board when you're working with a team. Mm -hmm. Cohesion is something that can be curated and created based upon the the members. Yeah. How? Oh yeah, you give me a scale of one to ten. You tell me if it was more important. Mm -hmm. But you talk about cohesion in a band. How important is that to have? Or do everybody have to have the same common goals? Is it more more so based on talent? Is it? Uh, plethora of all is it equally all like you have to have the talent level the will the determination all this type so, of stuff like what all goes into I guess a great sounding any any band like the band you yeah. the, y'all mm-hmm. best nights what mm-hmm. you think made them nights because you have nights that's better than others yes which is crazy, you absolutely right? you think it, like, will have nights that are better than others you, absolutely you got the same have, voice exactly. you got the same hands but it's certain nights it's like yo the magic is here yes and so there are different things that, that can create that magic sometimes the crowd creates mm. that magic. Sometimes it's the crowd. Sometimes it's like, dang, okay, okay. Well, we y'all want to y'all want y'all want a performance. We can give y'all a performance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because yeah, yeah. you can feel the energy. You can feed off of the energy. Sometimes it's like, okay, I'm feeling it. You know, and and you feel it, and you give them what they want. You know, and then sometimes you just on ten and like, you know what? I'm about to, I'm about <laughs> to do it tonight. I feel good. <laughs> I feel good, you know what I'm saying? Hey, damn, bro. Hey, actually, I, I, I really asked that question. I feel like it's so, it's so common for people to do. But did you, did that, did that play a part in you coming to Augusta? The fact that you know this is like a James Brown area. Um, or no, okay. not at all. Um, I didn't know he was from down until I moved down. He's I not. Knew that. Technically, know, he's not yet, yeah, but, but he is, you know, here. Statue Dynasty, so we got to go Yes, he got a whole mural and everything, you know what I'm saying? So this is where he, he claims, he claims Augusta, you know. And so, yeah, um, it's cool. It's a cool, you know, interesting fact. And I feel like it is a part of the rich artistic culture um, of right. Augusta. Absolutely, because they're are so many musicians here that still play that played with, you know, mm-hmm. James Brown, you know, and and traveled here and did amazing, incredible things. But they still me here. Let me I need you to think of who the most interesting one you know. I wanna I, I wanna I would want to interview that person. Mm. Not to only talk about James Brown, but I do think that people like like whether it be you, whether it be the person the people you're talking about mm-hmm. that um don't ever get the forefront or like the the A list Mm-hmm. What have you, um, whether it be interviews, whether it be uh, recognition, but they have these A list story because your experience, your experience. Mm-hmm. You know, so you might experience yeah. something that you know people would never get experience, but just because yeah, you're not James Brown, mm-hmm. you know, but you was around him, like, well, mm-hmm. he might have been doing that during this time. But let me tell you what I happened, what I saw. I right. made ran into this, or I mm-hmm. did this, and mm-hmm. you know, me and this person, they have their own stories. You know, yeah. everybody history is everybody history. Yeah, James Heath, I think of him. He's he's amazing. He's phenomenal. And the things that he's done, you know, you would never know, you know, unless he told you. He's like, oh, my God. You know, you see how earlier you were saying, like, depending on who you're around, you around so so much in the Mm -hmm. art. I mean, I did one down because I'm a media. So I'm going, what about whatever I feel I need to do? Mm -hmm. But um, 
you know, with you being around, like even being from here, even you know know that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's probably yeah. been around for a long time. Yeah. I probably I probably done seen him before and didn't say that. Yes, I, oh you probably definitely Excuse have me. seen him. You know, yeah, exactly. Way. Like he ain't nobody, you know, who knows? <laughs> he probably just ain't did to me. I don't know. But, but he's somebody for real. You know? Right, exactly. And um so I, th- those are things that I'll be wanting to bring to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Just in art, but like also in this particular how we talking right now, mm-hmm. like you look at somebody you and your story, which we we still talking about, but you come from a different place. You mm-hmm. here, and like it, yeah. it, it, it just goes to show you. Like you said, you getting booked. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that for a second. Um, far as you getting booked, like how did not not necessarily how like how do you do it, of mm-hmm. course, but yeah, how well, how how was that? Because it, it don't any artist I'm, I speak to probably tell me the same thing. It don't happen overnight for one, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of things you have to do to start getting consistently booked, mm-hmm. even from your yeah. first booking. Okay, cool. Maybe you did okay. So right. who knows? Mm-hmm. Then take a little minute to get booked again. Right. You know, but then you start to get booked on a regular basis to where it's like yes. that becomes your livelihood to, to, right. to an extent. Mm-hmm. You can stop doing certain things to an extent, right? Yeah. So like what we do that 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 part of, 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 of your career so thus far where it's um cons- consistently you book and I know that you book consistently because I see a lot of stuff you post and it's mm-hmm. always something different. Right, yeah. And I see the rooms yes. you're in and most people not in the room unless they they doing something for real. Right. You know? Karen right. ain't just dancing the wife for no, no she don't do that right. for no reason, you know. Just that's just that's just my opinion though. Well, I I will I have to acknowledge, you know, the plugs, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that I came here with. But at the same time Definitely great company. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely but great at the company. same time, they sought me out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and brought me here, you know, True. so, you know, so I'm like, I definitely acknowledge them, and I am eternally grateful to them, because it's been an amazing experience here um, in Augusta, but the thing is, take it seriously, if it's if it's what you want to do, then do it, mm-hmm. there truly are not any limitations besides the ones that you place on yourself, and I, I do believe that. And so practice, practice, rehearse, you know, do your thing, do your thing and put yourself out there. Um, I do notice a lot of times you I've, I've met a lot of artists who don't network. And I'm like, huh? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't really get that. I don't really understand mm, that, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, that's. I don't understand that because networking is how you get into those rooms and how you get into those places. Otherwise, you know, who's going to know how? The only, because I, I, I don't want to ever sound redundant, but I will say about that piece, mm-hmm. at least from my perspective, I'm going to make sure it's clear, my perspective, okay. is it go back to what you said earlier. Uh, it's about your environment, right? Yeah. Sometimes that can uh, hinder you sometimes too. Cause your environment, and, and don't get me wrong, it, it it might not be doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. It might be where you might be the way you take it, right, the way they take right. right? But your environment, you have people telling you you're good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love this. Mm-hmm. But they supposed to hype you. They supposed to. Right. But somehow it be missed. Uh, maybe the transferring thing is messed up. I don't know. But mm-hmm. like people will take that and feel like, oh yeah, I am good. I am too good. Mm-hmm. I'm too good for open mic. Yeah. Uh, what, what is this? <laughs> I, I want you to pay me this. Not saying don't charge your fee, but what, you, what work you put in? Your neighbor is telling you good. That's it. It's just your neighbor. That's a not even a five block radius. Mm-hmm. This is just you know two miles right. if that you know. Mm-hmm. And people will take that. Or they'll, they'll take this social media, mm-hmm. which is also a new form of praise, which wasn't Absolutely. always around. Whereas different. they feel like 
I'm a, I'll use you as an example. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I start singing tomorrow. I can't sing. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. But I start singing tomorrow. Like, I can't sing for now. I can hum real good. I'm, right. a, I'm a professional hummer. <laughs> That's in the shower. But um, <laughs> I start singing right tomorrow. And, and for some reason, I'm singing. I'm doing some little videos or mm-hmm. reels. Just right. doing some runs. Sound mm-hmm. like Wanye from Boys mm-hmm. and Men, right? Right. <laughs> Trying to. And um, I get a bunch of likes and stuff. So now somebody say, oh, you can open mic. Open mic for what? And I'm in my mind, they think, well, you know, Sandra, you know, she put a, a song out, a little, a, a sing, a single reel out, mm-hmm. and she might have got, you know, forty likes, or whatever. But you know, mine got four. I just went viral. Mm-hmm. I got four hundred. Right, but yeah. they think that means something for real. Like they think well, that. that and they don't. Yes. Yeah. But they really think that that yeah. means like, hey, I don't have to put working no more. Like I, I done made it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> and I don't. I, I never want to take away from anybody doing that mm-hmm. or getting good numbers because yeah. that's it's all about that. Because that's how you make right. your money. Exactly. But you make your money. All the time, mm-hmm. based on putting your work in. Correct. And I want to say that to kind of segue into what I want to say about you is, mm-hmm. when I first came across you, it was actually through a person out. And shout out to my guy Charles. I, I think I seen Charles. His name Charles. Uh, Charles. Oh, Charles Con- Conquer Jones. Oh, okay. oh um, Charles. Oh, okay. And he would comment on this stuff a lot. You know, cause you you would you would sing. You'd be in like a room. You'd be mm-hmm. singing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, she'd be singing. I, I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. I just knew he was somebody because. I'm seeing all the arts. You know, we don't know how we add people. We don't know. Right, we yeah, add each other. exactly. Who knows? Yeah. It's like, oh, hey. I don't know. even know. Yeah, I can't exactly. tell you that I added you or yeah. I don't know who. Because that's a part know. of networking as well. And that's my you point know. Exactly. exactly. I see you with somebody. You know what? Mm-hmm. Damn, okay. Yeah. Add that person. Mm-hmm. It might be something. Might not. Who knows? Right, exactly. But I see it. And then even the growth from you doing that. I remember TikTok wasn't even that popular at the time. Mm-hmm. You were posting a lot. You just doing it rapidly, right. rapidly, rapidly. <laughs> it was COVID though. We was all in the house. Oh know? man, I had but so I much pay fun. Attention and everything. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm watching it, watching it. Then I see like your network is starting to grow more because mm-hmm. you're doing this, you're doing that. Then you start yeah. to get booked and you start doing shows. Now mm-hmm. I'm seeing you with a band. I'm seeing you on your own, putting your own visuals mm-hmm. out and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm remembering when you were just in the room. Right. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I remember that. I ain't yes. think about no numbers. I ain't gonna right. see no likes. That mm-hmm. stuff is cute too. I'm not gonna yes. say I'm not, but the work that somebody put in, that's that's what's gonna get you booked. Yes, that's and true. I'm thinking if I'm not even in the arts like 100, percent I can mm-hmm. imagine somebody who is 100. Mm-hmm. percent They seeing that like, damn, yeah. we gotta get her on. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's what I like to see. I like to see the growth from point yes. A to yes. point B, and the point yeah. B ain't even done to point B to point right. C. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Whoever yeah. you're gonna be at. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, when you say like you know people don't network. That I think sometimes they be that and they be, they be uh, having this secret uh, society or whatever secret competition, <laughs> you know, with with a person. So and instead of networking, they think that creating uh, I guess a scenario in their head where you have mm-hmm. to go against each other, where you don't know nothing about it because you're not thinking about this, this entity exactly. or that person. You just exactly. Put music out. Exactly. Yeah. But they and but in their mind, for some reason, right? They, you put somebody, they put somebody right in their mind. You get forty likes. I got forty two. Yes, I won. <laughs> I won. But you're not thinking like that. You know, you got 40, but you got booked, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and it's, and I, that's what I see on social media. I only know because I, we, we talked a lot of arts, me and Slim, or, you mm-hmm. know, me and whoever I'm doing interviews with sometimes. I do I do multiple uh, interviews and, mm-hmm. and multiple um, brands and stuff, and you be around them, and you notice that people really do look at social media as the only form of validation. Mm-hmm. Only form. But like you say, it's some people who not even on social media that get booked all the time. Absolutely. Um, a lot of millionaires are not on social media. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's it's becoming a part, and people realize, oh, okay, this is something that we I have to do. Uh, you know, so exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you either do it or you hire somebody to do it. You know, so because some people, some people, yeah. have, they, they don't even 
they may, they may be on social media, but they're not on social no, media. No, they're not really like, on social media. They got media, a team you know? doing it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm talking, I love to get that level to where yeah. I ain't got to post nothing. I just got to yeah. live my life and, and make sure my yeah. voice is yeah. okay it's, and it's, it, it doesn't take a lot. You can go on Fiverr and find somebody who will post for you, you know, for $20 a week or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not a big deal, you know. Um, I like the engagement, but I also realize it is a time killer and drainer. You know, and plus I get, you know, all caught up because I love to watch. You know, I like to watch, you know, I like to watch more than I like to post. Oh, you, you, know? you, you, you be getting caught up in the TikTok and the reels. Um, yes, reels, uh, I be getting caught up. I do. I can't help myself. Like, oh, because I'm a people watcher, you know, so I like to watch people. Rabbit hole. Yes, yeah. exactly. You I'm start like, watching oh more. You start swiping, yes. swiping, swiping. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so good. But um, no, yeah, I am excited and I am. Um, I'm always working um, because it's what I do and it's who I am as a part of who I am. You know, I believe it's a part of who God created and purposed me to be. And so I'll always do it whether someone sees me doing it or not, you know. So um, I'm very grateful for the journey. And, yeah, I'm just... I'm what just you like excited. about, like, the it. solo? Kind of we mentioned the the working in a, in a band and... Mm-hmm. But the solo, like, what, what, what give you the better feeling? Like, is it the band performances or solo performances? Like, what feels, what's, I know they both could feel good. They both like, do feel on a, on good. On a great night, solo on a great night in a band, which, which feels better? So, is I wouldn't say it's a better feeling. I would say it's a different feeling. It's kind of a different feeling. But at the same time, even if you're a solo act or a solo artist, it requires a team, regardless. Um the difference between the band and the solo act, your solo team, they're all team Sanja Dinette. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the band mm-hmm. is, we don't care who you are, you know, it's the band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, so that is a little different, you know, when everybody is on my team and, you know, it's like, oh, it's team Sanja Dinette, you know, instead of team band. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> Make a lot of sense. Make a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's a different feeling when you do well. You do well, and you're excited about it. It's like, okay, what's next? You know, and how can we improve and perfect this sound? And what went well? What didn't go well? So for me, that is that is all a part of it. It's a lot of times easier to reflect and do that reflection as a solo act um, because. Everyone doesn't like to reflect on their performance, gotcha. you know. So, yeah. I mean, if I, say, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, anybody yeah. can't take criticism. Anybody Correct. Can't, or they they look at any type of uh, statement as criticism. Absolutely, and it's very interesting to yeah. me because yeah. there is a such thing as constructive criticism. Yeah. There's a such thing as a review. That's There's true. a such yeah. thing as what went well, what did not. You know, did the people enjoy it, or what did they say? What was the feedback? You know, and. Was it okay? Is this you know relevant or is it irrelevant or is it based on this factor? Is it something that we could have helped or not? I'm, you glad, you, I'm glad you said that. I, I got a, a good uh, so ego and arts. Like mm. what what from what you've seen? Like uh, is that a is that a a big um, I want I don't want to say factor, but is that is that a thing rather in it's arts? definitely it's a thing. ego and arts I think it's a huge thing especially when you're dealing with artists um, because you have to love your art you have to mm-hmm. you know if you're going to do it you have to love what you do and you have to feel a way about it you know what I'm saying like Eric about do say I'm sensitive about my shit right oh, you know I, I don't right. Think I'm yes because we are you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> we are. And so to be able to take constructive criticism or and to be able to say, okay, you know what? I need to improve on that shit right there. You know, so that's what? important. You know, oh, my bad. No, but, um, I'm, no I'm, I'm, I don't mind. I'm just like, oh, okay, man. yeah. I, I didn't really start cursing, cursing until I came to Augusta for real. Happened, y'all, yeah. y'all be it cussing, happened, but I'll be like, oh. It's art. God. It's art. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, even my family be like, you sound so weird cursing. I'm like, I know. It's oh, interesting. Now I'm weird. It's like, it's like, now now I'm weird. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, um, yeah, and I, I just asked that because, actually, I'm not, I don't know what to consider a certain thing, art, mm-hmm. whatever. I think anything you create is art. To I me. believe the same thing, um, yes. You could be working a job and it not be something you love. It and be, be creative and be artistic, it's, absolutely. It's, even if you think about customer service, it's an art to that. You know, it, it's, you it know what I'm saying? So, but I said it kind of when I first started podcasting, I, I used to think, I, I used to think like, I got a good one. You know, this is this is, this is is the one. I'm thinking yes. I did a good one. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I put it out and then I was talking to somebody at the time, you know, mm-hmm. say, yo, I, I thought that was going to be a little better, but it, it was okay. Mm. It was okay. <laughs> You know, but that's younger version of me, like, right? Because that's the first call you get seven o'clock in the morning. It's the mm-hmm. first call by the pocket. Like, oh, what's up? Right. What you thought, oh, all right, all right. I could have been better. All right, cool. But and you, as you grow, and, you, and I now, I wish, like, you know, not necessarily that person, but mm-hmm. that you get more of that because yes. then you can. That's how you grow and you get that's better. That's how you grow. Because then you, you're always trying to outdo yourself. You, you absolutely you know? yourself is a competition. That's it. You exactly. know, stay in your lane. It's that's peaceful. How, it's peaceful. Exactly. There, you know. And ego is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We're humans. And so that's something that you have to deal with within yourself. You know, um, be humble. Sit down. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like... (laughs) How how do your kids, like, do do, do they like that you're an artist? Like, do they sing or do you plan on having them? My daughter, she sings. And it took... It was a long time coming because she didn't get into it until she hit high school. And she just hit high school. So she's in the choir and... Is like one of the best choirs mm-hmm. in the city, and um, and so I love it. I do love that that she chose that because I was like I didn't pressure them to do anything, right? You right. know, because I'm like just because I sing doesn't mean, but I do a lot of stuff, you know, and they see me, you know. So yeah, I'm like yeah, if you do what you want to do, do what you feel, try it, whatever you want to try, try it, doing it. My son, he has an amazing voice, but I don't know. What he gonna do with it, Gabriel? He's ten, and so right now that's not on his mind. But yeah, <laughs> I they are very talented and beautiful children. And I yeah. asked that question, you know, really because too, you said that you started, you know, going getting to church at twelve. Mm-hmm. But th- is that when you started to sing at twelve as well? Um, like, I started. How did you know you can sing at like five? How you knew you was good? Like how you knew? Well. I guess obviously you sung yeah. your brother and sister. Yeah, I sung in the, in the children's choir at five. Um, I started. We started at five, but I remember singing a duet with my little sister. Like it was just us singing, you know. And so um, that was God. I was like five, and we were singing, and you know the whole church was like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was one of those things that I knew I was going to continue to do, but I started to. Um, my family, we are, we sing, dance. You know mm-hmm. what black folks do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. <laughs> we sing and we dance and, you know, we just have fun. And, you know, art is just a part of life. And um, when people notice, I'm like, oh, no, you're really good. You know, like, I'm like, oh, okay. 
because I had to audition to be in the, the praise team. Mm. And they put me in the adult praise team, you know, so I was like, oh, okay. You know, so, you got on up, say, hey, nah, you right, no, yeah. JV, no JV for you. You come right to Boston. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, thinking of that, and I always have to ask everybody to do arts. Um, I know you're not necessarily out from here, but even think about where you're from and just what you saw with you mm-hmm. in school and stuff like that. What, what, what do you think can be done with putting arts um, more on the forefront or, or more, on, more on a pedestal? As they do sports, or do you think it can't happen because of what well, all the money that high school stuff sports bring in, and maybe arts can't compete with it? I don't know, but I'm not, but I'm saying it's mm-hmm. like you know, at any given moment you'll see the sports got their own section in mm-hmm. in the paper. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. If you still even do papers, I don't mm-hmm. know, right? Right. But you're on the front page. Remember, it's a big right. thing. Yeah. I'm on the front page. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But if you play sports, it's a it's very likely you're gonna be on the front front page at some point if you just Absolutely. get a dunk or a layup, mm-hmm. your team wins something. Yes. But what do arts have if you so, can have good games too? You can right. have a good band, a good, good, good show. Mm-hmm. But I I hear what you're saying. I believe that social media has definitely kind of brought arts to the forefront. I agree. Absolutely. You know, so um, even in schools and stuff like that, like sometimes you're like, oh, sometimes you don't even know that that kid in your classroom, you know, is, you know, a dancer on TikTok mm-hmm. until you see like, oh my gosh, you know, and then you have to find a way <laughs> yeah, to yeah. incorporate that, you know, in the classroom or in the school because it's really up to administration because yeah. um, arts is, is big in different places. Like back home, arts is big. Singing is big. Singing is, is singing and dancing. That's, that's like a big thing, mostly singing. I told my daughter, I'm like, yeah, stay in the choir and get a scholarship, you know, for a course. You can do that, you know what I'm saying? So um, there are scholarships out there for the arts. And it's not exactly pushed or promoted as much um, as sports. Sports is a whole world in and of itself with so many um, intricacies. Um, I wouldn't even want arts to be a sport per that's se. That biggest sports. Yeah. yeah, because sports, um, there's just so much negative about it to me. Um, even people that I, I know that grew up being, you know, a star athlete, something like mm-hmm. that, so a lot of the things that they carried on gotcha. within yeah. themselves, like a part of who they are, a part of their personality, it becomes a part of you. You know what I'm saying? You know. I can see that. Yeah. That's a good mm-hmm. perspective. I don't think anybody spoke about that before, but I guess... Not everybody, but in some sports, some 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 people in sports uh, grow up having to be something they don't want to be. Yeah, they don't want to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can have, I guess, in, in art too, but art is so expressive. Yeah, you'll see it. You know, yeah. they'll just stop or whatever. Yeah, but in sports, like you can go out there and get twenty points, twenty rounds. I don't care how you feel, just right. go get it. Exactly. You, are you, you on six the... five? You're supposed to play sports. Just right. Go out there and play. Yeah. I want to dance, man. I don't want to play basketball. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know exactly. I don't want to yeah. crack my skull. <laughs> you know, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm not saying. trying to get concussions. <laughs> I'm trying to sing. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I can definitely. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know. You let me know if you if you think about it. I do think. But you said with the with the with social media being a, a huge factor now in arts and in mm-hmm. just sports and arts whatever now, right. um, I I liked when I was in high school. I remember they said do this thing where it was a girl 
that would sing the national anthem mm-hmm. because she could sing really well. Mm-hmm. She still, I think, in Ashley Montez. She sings now. She sings in the area and do stuff now. I don't know exactly okay. what she do, but she's like a year older than me. Yes, I love her. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. She sings. She sings, and she was singing back then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, what? I want. I just thought about this now. I wonder with the high quality cameras we have, something like that like you can have art, arts people that's in arts. Mm-hmm. They can utilize them sport game without Absolutely. utilizing like they can sing there. You mm-hmm. can get a visual, put on YouTube. Because hey, my YouTube such video singing. me singing national anthems out there. Yeah, too. you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's dope though. Every that thing that be I don't it see is. it happening, but I think that'd be amazing to do. Like yeah. to, for them to them, them words to collide in that mm-hmm. in that in that sense. Um yeah, that'd be dope. Cause mm-hmm. I guarantee if a player did it, they they make sure it's, it's big news. You know Absolutely. Probably be, be on the front page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what You're I'm right. Saying? Um and so I've yeah, social media has definitely helped um put the arts at the forefront and also un, you know a downside of that is the people feeling like they've made it and you know because they've made it on social media quote unquote um and feel like oh you know I don't have to work anymore it's all know? perspective so, it, yeah. don't quit your job because you have four likes that's kind of right crazy. yeah but, yeah exactly I, mean, I can see your price going up I mean it's fine if you go mm-hmm. viral it makes sense mm-hmm. but you gotta also going viral also gotta Ups and downside because the downside is now you got to upkeep whatever you were viral on. I know people who are viral all the time, but how do we capitalize on this? You know, because it's going viral and having too many followers, great. But how do we capitalize on this? You have a captive audience, you need a product. Okay. (laughs) But what advice do you give people on that? Because, like, I I know in art, sometimes you have people who are so talented in arts that, Mm -hmm. um, I, mean, I know they don't care about it because they're going to do it regardless, but they Correct. don't care about the business side of it. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, whatever, I'm just here to, here to sing. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, but you should be getting paid to do that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Well, I'm here to, you know, whatever art they got mm-hmm. going on that's, yeah. that's that's popular, selling art, making yes. art, designing things, yes. singing, performing, band, not band, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but some people love art so much that they 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 they, they, they lag in, in monetizing mm-hmm. their, their, their talent and their yeah. worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. How do, how do you make sure you don't make those mistakes? Well, um, it's one of those things that you have to continually continuously work on. I definitely, the business side is, is interesting, but it's still business. You are a business. If you are an artist and you're actually doing, you know, working, you're an entrepreneur. And you are your business. You're, you are your brand. You know, so, yes, you need to have a real business plan for yourself you need to have what what are my goals you know how am I going to market this um what are my products is it just me my products and services you know it might just be singing but eventually it becomes more it always becomes more because you, you, people want something tangible mm-hmm. and so I'm working on that for myself as well but yeah speaking of that like I, I know we talk about you singing and and, and just your, your story um what do you think it is that one sets you apart, and then part B of the question is like, what are you working on as far as like musically? I know you, some artists like to put projects out, EPs out, mm-hmm. little projects here and there, yeah. or just the onesies, twosies. Mm-hmm. Like, what what some things you working towards um, as far as you brand keep to continue branding yourself? Yes, absolutely. Great question. Um, I try. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that uh, we're all different and we're all unique. That God created us different we all have something to offer every single person I do believe that and so whatever you have is what you have I am me no one else is me 
So that's that's the best that I can offer <laughs> is myself oh, okay. and um, who I am. Um, being bilingual and singing in Spanish and not exactly pinholding myself to a particular genre, um, I appreciate that about the arts, and I really don't ever want to be known just for this or just for R&B or just for, you know, I kind of don't. I'd rather not. I'd rather be an artist and just dip and dabble and do whatever I feel like doing as an artist. Gotcha. <laughs> but, so I know you mentioned the bilingual and singing mm-hmm. bilingual. So you can also, I mean, I guess you can talk to me, not just singing, right? I am fluent. Talk, okay. Yes, yes. Um, I guess that is one thing that sets you apart. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see anybody else doing it. I do remember one thing. I remember, I got good memory. I posted something. <laughs> I might have been about Tony Braxton <laughs> singing something bilingual. Mm-hmm. It might have been Unbreak My Heart. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it, was in my, it, was, it came out my, my car. I'm like, whoa, what, what is this? I, just, mm-hmm. I don't know what she's saying. Right. It's not the version I know. Right. And then you asked for it, and I was like, I wonder why, why she asked me for that for? What was it? But then I went and, I went and researched it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's why she is. she does this as well. <laughs> I didn't know the thing, though. Like, I only speak English. And, right. And not, not even that great. You know, as you can tell, I, I can't speak it that well. Some words I say from that, I don't, I don't know. But, um, yeah, uh, like, talk about that a little bit. Like, do you prefer, would you prefer, you prefer to sing in Spanish or you like it? I really, like the challenge? I really love um, speaking and singing in Spanish. I like speaking and singing in English, but singing in other languages adds, it adds something to it. You know what I'm saying? When I break out in Jill Scott, you know, and then change it to Spanish, mm-hmm. it's usually a, a wow factor, you know, even though for me it's just like, you know, whatever. Hey, going from a soul yes. to salsa is kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's kind of, yes. <laughs> Imagine that. You're just going, you smooth, you feeling it, and you got to start right. moving your hips back and forth, getting your Ricky Martin on. Yes. Yes, but I, I love the language. I teach it. I translate. I tutor it. And, um, and so it's, it, for me, it's natural. It makes sense, you know, and that's actually how I started with Spanish, was singing it, you gotcha. know. So, and then I was like, okay, maybe I should learn this. This, this is so cool. So you teach you know? Spanish, too? I do, oh, yes. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I teach privately. Yeah, I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's dope. That is dope. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people should take that up because you get paid more when you know uh, you two do. languages. You too. absolutely can. Um, there's a language differential that you can get paid on most jobs. Yeah. Um, and so that's usually how I market it when I'm teaching, you know, students and adults come to me. And, you know, when I teach adults, they're like, oh, man, I wish I would have paid attention in, in high school. You yeah, know, no, oh, OK, well, then that will put me out of job. But then, <laughs> but um, <laughs> so, yeah, so you Spanish, especially if you live in the United States, you know, Spanish really should be our second language. But it's I think so, you too. know, it's not um, it's an advantage and it is and is adding to yourself not just you know professionally not just you know cognitively but even just emotionally when you conquer something like that you're like oh okay this is not bad it's easy you know it's like learning learning a second language um helps your brain health you know learning new things like languages and once you learn spanish it's easy to learn all the other languages as well so but yeah. Dang. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spanish. I took Spanish in, in college. I didn't take it in high school. It was like yeah. they asked me. They said, uh, "This is." So what did you take in high in, in high school? So when I moved down here, mm-hmm. right? This is how they. This is how they. This is how they gave it to me. This is why the school system is so oh, crazy. God. I ain't gonna blast out yeah. who she is, but the guy, the, the counselor at the time, was like, "Hey, do you want to be tech prep or college prep?" Right. Right. Mm-hmm. 
That was a thing back then. I don't know if it's a thing now. It still is. Okay. Yeah. I got my own own things on that. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to be down here. Right. I don't know. Exactly. She was like, all right, well, look, you want to take a phone language or not? Pretty much. I said, no. All right, tech prep. Thing. Well, I'm like, well, wow. That was, so when I got to college, yeah. and I went to college, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I yeah, now you have to take a language in college, college yeah. too. Oh, I said, my oh, gosh. She played me. Yeah. She yeah. gave me more information. But it was all good. Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at it. Just, yeah. I mean, I failed the first time, but then I passed the mm-hmm. next two really good. I can't speak a lick of Spanish, though. So Really? I don't know. I knew how to. Are you serious? I don't think I can. I, I mean, hola. Yeah, I can say yeah, that. Yeah, okay. You know, well, guess Navidad. what? If you speak English, you can speak Spanish. See, I told you I Period. can't speak English that well, man. 32% of the English language is it's Spanish. It's the same thing. It's yeah, Spanish. Same, same 32%. I know my colors, yeah. rojo, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like and that. And that's a lot. And people be speaking Spanish and don't even realize they're speaking Spanish because there are words that are Spanish that we use every day, like mosquito, ranch, tierra, sierra. There are, like, so many Spanish words that are a part of the English language that we don't even really pay attention to it. But um, and I, don't yeah. not, I don't know mm-hmm. why I'm asking this question. Do you do you try your best to get booked on Cinco de Mayo too? Like it's like a wild. I actually haven't yet. I have not that. as of yet. I should. Um, I thus far I've done like, um, I've done one, two, three. I like like three Spanish shows where it's just Spanish and um. I love it. I really do love it. It, yeah. seemed, it's not, it seemed like it would be exciting because I think you coming to the stage, for some reason, they're not going to expect that, yeah. you know? And then to get that, yeah. especially as fluent as you speaking and mm-hmm. sing it, it'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah. It's unfortunate because uh, there are a lot of black people that speak Spanish that are Hispanic, but people still add like, you know, know, it's right? an anomaly. <laughs> I'd be like, Really? <laughs> especially my Mexican brothers and, you know, be looking at the black, like, oh, you speak... They're trying to get you. That's all they're yeah, trying to get with you. Come on now. You know how that go? Shucks. Oh, <laughs> that's funny though. That is funny. That's funny. But um, and you know, within within the, the arts, do you like uh, or I don't know if you prefer? Um, what's your thoughts? Oh, I, we touched on it earlier, but not too deep into it. Your mm-hmm. thoughts on the open mics? Like how how uh, important are they to the progression of someone's um, art and talent? Absolutely. So um, I started out in open mics, you know, open mics um, in Atlanta is where I started out um, doing open mics. And then, of course, I started getting booked and um, I was like, okay, cool. You know, open mics are still fun. But when you become, um, you know, when your goals, you know, it has to align, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, I can go to open mic. And go sing for fun, because it'll be for fun, you know what I'm saying? You know, unless something comes out of it, you know what I'm saying? But um, I think it's important in the beginning. In the beginning, it's important. But then once you start getting booked up, then, you know, no, you're not going to really be at the open mic like that, because you might be booked somewhere instead, or, you know, or it's like... Is this what is the goal? What is the purpose? Unless it's something you just like to do, anyway. I, I was thinking know. more in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like, what if? And I guess it, it depends on what type of art you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if singing and you let me know because this is what you do mm-hmm. um, would be more of a you want to stand back sometime because obviously if you are booked and I got three or four, or yeah. let's say let's say mm-hmm. I got a, I got a booking every week. Right. I may not go to open mic. I'm trying to preserve my voice. Yes. Yeah. For. Yeah. 
the one I'm getting paid yeah, to do. Exactly. Or you might go to open mic to practice for the for the gig you got. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why like, that's why I look at open mic like practice. Like yeah. I don't expect an NBA player to be like, man, I'm not playing no pickup game. Why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. Probably need to play pickup game to see but where you at. At the same you know? time, you don't want to get injured because then you got a line. Yeah. So I'm not gonna play yeah. with you. I might play with KD and them, yeah, but I'm exactly. not gonna play with. I'm not gonna play outside here on mm-hmm. tobacco roll. Yes, right. but yeah. I may go to an open gym mm-hmm. where. Some elites are going to play mm-hmm. at to kind of test my skills. Right, Because exactly. I know we all going to play at a certain level. We're not going to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah. hey, they might hurt you. They, they, yeah. they don't care about you. Right yeah, now. exactly. They want to get their name up too. Whatever it is, because your voice is your instrument if you're a singer. And so you have to take care of it. You know what I'm saying? So How much tea I got to drink? Oh, God. I, I can't lie drink tea. Every, every day, right? Tea. Like yes. Wake up and have to drink tea? Tea's, it's like a ritual? Um, it's not my ritual. Sometimes. I mean, I, I'm a green tea. I'm a throat coat. Throat coat. Yeah, throat coat is the bomb. But um, Say that, I'm sorry. It's called throat coat. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's a type of tea. What okay. you guys say? No, it's It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Edit that. Edit that. Listen. Yeah, I was like, I'll make sure. I don't know. <laughs> All right, you sound like me a little bit. I don't to speak Spanish or something. I don't know. It's just saying that go around social media. I was oh, sure really? So you said throat called coat. Okay, it's gotcha. called throat. It's like a jacket coat. for you for your, for your yes, okay, gotcha. yes, to cover really it up. Good. Yes, and the, you know there are okay. different things, different remedies, different things. Like oh, if you're hoarse, then you know do this and do that. You know, so I I do hang around singers and you know because it makes sense. You know, but um. No, it's it's an instrument. You have to take care of it. Even like what you eat, exercise, all this stuff matters. You know, um, just like an athlete or just like you know any other um, thing. I think it's even more so though because it's it's in here. Yeah. You know, so so what I do matters. Drinking. I, I always ask um, people that same questions about singers just because I think y'all opinions. I'm not saying they matter more per se, but because y'all do it, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all have a different lens. Like you mm-hmm. ask a, a person who play a certain sport about a sport, you know, singing. Um, what 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 would we consider bad singing? And not from a sense of like you can't sing, like you can sing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, right. I, I think <laughs> I've seen people say something like people did like un- unnecessary runs or you know, um, I guess maybe not like people like Jasmine Sullivan because she can do a lot of I guess. Yes, a know. lot of runs yeah. and you know, and then yeah. uh, which I hate this though. People mm-hmm. they'll when they, whenever they want a big smile, they kind of be little smile else, and they be little Beyonce for something else, yeah. whatever can be right. I, but I feel like, I uh, like it's a bunch of pros and cons, mm-hmm. whatever you know, mm-hmm. based on what you like. Correct. I, I'm not saying I don't like runs, but I do like I like Wanye from Boys mm-hmm. I like how he sings, but I some people him. say yeah. he do too much. Now yeah. maybe in the video so, he moves his neck too well, much. Well, I just love know? him. He probably moved neck a little too much, but. That was my, you know, that was that was my that was my man, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, that's what's up. That was one yeah, you know what I'm saying? But um Ain't nothing wrong with that, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's my guy. He can sing. I love him. So um I think that singing is an art form. We're talking about artistic things, correct? Artistic there And we we're go. talking about the arts. And so are there technicalities? Absolutely. Is there a science to it and a learning to it? Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, when it comes to the listening factor, is a lot of times purely aesthetics, mm-hmm. meaning I like her voice or I like what she does with her voice. Mm-hmm. I like the way that she moves her voice. I like that. I like her art. You know, 
somebody else might hate her art and hate the way she moves her voice and hate the tonality of it. You know, yeah. so it is art and it is absolutely up to the listener. Like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And when it comes to art, it's just, I see it the same way. Someone may not like the way I sing. Okay. It has nothing to do with me. It's my art. You know what I'm saying? And it's my expression. You know, I like that because I, I think social media made me start to second guess Keisha Cole's song "Love" because they always say, "Oh, why, why she's doing this so much?" Listen, I didn't know. I wish y'all liked it. I thought, I, we, I thought like it was it. dope. I don't like it. But <laughs> now when I listen to them, like, damn, I start to see what they're saying, and that pisses yeah. me off because I like. I can't song. even listen to it. So I can't now. Yeah, yeah. I tried like last. I week, never could. And I was like, oh, damn, I never they could. a song up for me. I, never I like could. her voice. I think I like. I like when she yeah. sings. I never thought about that song as being mm-hmm. like irritating. That's pretty and, much the only know. song I ever really listened of hers. I'm not like a for me, Mary J. Blige is the queen. Oh, and I love Mary anybody J. Blige. that is one of her uh understudies, I know I'm not I'm good. Mary J. Blige has her I'm space. I'm glad you said it. Yeah. Give me some of your, give me some of the people you inf- you are influenced by. You said her I'm not gonna lie, you said her name earlier. We I did Crystal there. Lewis. I don't know who that is. I know you don't, but I'm gonna tell you okay. who she is because when I because people never know who she is. I wanna make sure I, I you know I, I'll <laughs> be trying to so paint a picture. If so. you remember Kurt Franklin's Lean on Me, remember that song where, yeah, where all the different artists were singing? am here uh, you don't have to worry i see your tears i'll be there in a hurry had r kelly mary j blige had bono had everybody on this song what? yes you need yes yeah everybody was on it it was lean song. yeah go find it it's called lean on me and there was this one white lady that did a big note, did the biggest note in the um in the song. That's Crystal Lewis. And when I tell people, they was like, "Oh, okay, yeah," because that's the only she's. But she never put out no solo work, or she has. She not. she has. She is a contemporary Christian artist. Okay. Back in that, but back yeah, in that time, in, it wasn't like. Oh no! You had no, Kurt Flankins, yeah. and you had it was a it was a select few. That she's was, very niche. She's gotcha. very. She has her own niche, and I. Nietzsche, niche, niche, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, I love her. But no, she's a a, a white girl from um oh, and she's California. White. Gotcha. Yes. And so she Crystal, was, it, it, it was yeah, I it could have been anything. Yeah. Crystal Lewis. Actually it sounded like a black lady, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I need to get her on Ancestry.com. I don't know. She might not fight <laughs> after all. But yes, I love her. That was my favorite singer. And um that's one of the things that she's done that most people recognize, like, oh, Okay, okay, yeah, because Kurt Franklin's song "Lean on Me," she's the the white lady in the song. I'm just happy that I got a little sing out of song out here. I'm gonna I use know, that clip right? You know, I don't believe in asking people to do stuff on the art. I yeah. feel like what I do, I want people to watch this and go 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 view it. You mm-hmm. know, I never yeah. want anybody to come up here and be like, "Hey, do this," unless like if a rapper they mm-hmm. want to do that. That's different, right? But yeah, you're going to school, they might go ahead freestyle. I, be you know what I'm I like, believe in freestyling. I believe free singers freestyle as well. You know, I, like, I, I love. Yeah, I, I like it, but it's like okay, I ain't gonna lie. So I, Q, you mentioned you mentioned uh, you mentioned you mentioned them. Uh-huh. So not her, but Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I moved down here, my cousin used to um, was dating his, his younger sister mm-hmm. uh, Tamar at the time, <laughs> and I would go over there for like, the summer. I mm-hmm. I was living there. I just go over there, mm-hmm. and he was young. He was like sixteen. 16. Oh wow! That's how, oh, that's how wow. long ago this was, right? Oh my gosh! He had a little yeah. afro. Oh God, he was skinny. He Ooh. wasn't even he wasn't even like oh. bigger now. Gosh, that's and interesting. that whole family would just be singing all day. Like, I'm talking about <laughs> getting a pillow. Huh, the pillow? I'm like, what, what, why are you singing just to get a pillow? What, what are you doing? Right. Emmanuel, he'd he be the main one, though. Like, he'd shooting back when he started singing. And just moving their they bottom jaw. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah what, like, what is going on? Like, what, what? 
Why, why, why every time I turn around, y'all, y'all see it? What's going on? That is but funny, yeah. That was a funny song, but uh, I, I, that was the first family I ever seen. Like, damn, did I ever stop singing? I don't think it was a day they didn't sing. I'm like, yes. So yes, when I see yes, Q and them, yes. to my point of working, like, mm-hmm, you know, yes. I wouldn't even thought he was going to be the actual singer out the family because mm-hmm, all of them were singing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, that was, yeah, that's was funny. what's going on, man. Yeah. Every day I was just singing. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, remote. Like, that's, is funny. I, I, don't sing that song. Yeah, I'm exactly. passionate remote. Don't sing the song. Right? Exactly. Don't, don't sing it to me. Oh Stay tuned like a human being. Yeah, I do that. That's funny because, you know, there's a song for everything. Like, everything. Like, everything. Like, you know, and we, we with singers, it's fun. You just like, you just bust out in song after you say something because we both think about the same song. It's like. <laughs> Before TikTok, it was a thing called Vine for a little while. Mm-hmm. It was similar to that. Yeah, end. do it for the Vine. I can't remember. Yeah, that. yeah and it was mm-hmm. a guy who said singers be like, and he woke up and he yawned. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> like that had me weak. I was like, that's how they be. They wake up like, yeah, yes. start singing. Like, well, I don't do that. I don't do that usually. I usually rest my voice. Um, some days I don't talk. Wait, say it again. I don't. Some you days, don't, don't I, some now? days I don't talk. I'm like, you know what? I'm not talking until afternoon. I'm not you know. sexist, all right? But listen, yes. I got mm-hmm. a theory. I, I feel like when women don't talk, they, they they start coughing. I feel like some women have to talk. I don't know if you wanted them, but some women, like, have to. They can't. They don't, I, don't, I don't think they can go without it, like, all day. I feel like you have to say something. These people I know. And um, so when you say that, it means that you got a very strong will for for your singing. I just don't. I, I just can't see women being quiet all day. Like, I just can't see it. Yeah, I, I can. Some days I just don't want to talk because... Well, for one, I need to rest my voice, but everything I do a great requires my voice. Everything that I do, and so some days I'm not talking. Don't like call that. me. You know, we can text. It was like so if, if you put somebody in singing class, do you think they'll stop talking for a little while? If I put somebody in singing class, like maybe um, they won't talk the rest of their voice or something like that, or I'm just kind of screwed. <laughs> <laughs> but some my people, daughter's included. Yeah, yeah. I know because you got girls. <laughs> my my oldest one, she yes. has days where she only mm-hmm. wants to speak to me if I speak to her. Like right. she uh, she give me hug mm-hmm. when she feel neglected, of course. But other no. than that, she her own own world. Yes, my youngest nice. though, Mm-mm. daddy, you want to do this? Daddy, remember this? Daddy, remember talk like me? Close the door. Now. Hey, just 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 be quiet. No. Be yeah, I remember. Yeah. Close the door. My son but, um, talks a lot. My daughter doesn't. She's yeah, man. Um, chill. I'm chill. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, like I said, just in talking to you, like I think uh, I like I just like the 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 floor which arts is, is moving in, in Augusta, mm-hmm. and I feel like even like having a mental part, have people come from other places and being able to bring um, some sense of uh, not even confidence, but just it's a word for it. I just can't think of it right now. There's a pride to to the art scene mm-hmm. here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that that's what I like. Even yeah. like I said, me, I'm not necessarily from here, but mm-hmm. my goal is always make sure people know like yes. Augusta is this. I know y'all think it's this, mm-hmm. but this is a big part of it as well. Like, absolutely. And uh, I want to keep pushing that. Um, so I want you to you, you tell me now, like anything you got coming up, any vid, any um, yes. albums you got, you want to go stream. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it, man. You know, I've been following you for a while as well. Thank you. I appreciate looking that. At, you know, because I like to see people and how they, you know, express themselves as well. Definitely. Yes. But um, I have a new EP coming out. I'm super excited. This is my first, like, work 
like cohesive work and so I'm cohesive up like, oh, there super, we go I know right one of them ones is gonna be a good one <laughs> she said cohesive I am right? super excited about it because it's actually produced by a platinum producer Cuddy Dre from the Bay okay um and so it's entitled Love from Another Planet that's dropping in February of 2023 there's some really other things in the works I'm super excited about um, bigger shows and stuff like that and um the 30th uh, at Truth Augusta, we got the Country Western Night. And then January 6th at Truth Augusta, we have um, Latin Night. I will be performing Look at both at of those. Both okay. Of country, <laughs> Latin. You can do soulful if you want to. Yes, I know. And then at 9 o'clock before the party starts, they're going to be giving classes, dance classes, a line dance class okay. on the 30th, and then some salsa lessons on the 6th. What? That's what's up. It's like hee haw and hola. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of for real. It's a two-part series. But yes, you can follow me on all uh, social media and the YouTube. I have um, work already out. Of course, it's Sunja Danette, S-U-N-J-A-D-A-N-N-E-T-T-E on all platforms. And yes, I appreciate um, everyone, and I greatly appreciate you and what you do here. I appreciate you. I appreciate and you stopping spotlighting. By. And I actually, you know, I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear your story and more about you. You should have someone to interview you. You know, yes. I actually just put an interview. I just did an interview with uh, Newbie Vet TV. Oh, okay. Um, obviously, like I said, I, and I, I, I did commend him on my when I did my thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. I commended him on. I I take interviewing like I like I like doing that like I, I like, like to do talking about like the interviewing yes. and um I do have more question for you now I think about it now uh. I forgot about that but um <laughs> he did a good job I wasn't sure what to expect because when you interview mm-hmm. you always like damn what's the person gonna say you know what the person gonna ask mm-hmm. or because you don't know how, it, everybody don't take it as serious correct but yeah. when he did it I felt like we went di- we went in direction with my life or with me mm-hmm. that I, I didn't really expect he asked mm-hmm. me about New York where I'm from right. which didn't expect that because I ain't he, he threw my name with Bobby. My name's not Bobby. You know, mm-hmm. he threw my name with Bobby. So um, that was dope. That's not your name? That's not my name. It's what a is joke. Your name? My name's Jermaine. And it's spelled very funny, very weird name. Jermaine? Was, yes, D H R M A I N E. It's only me and my dad. It's, and, and my cousin got a middle name of Jermaine. That is interesting. Yes. I, I wanted to do a video. I ain't told my grandma in a long time. Because they said she made the name. Mm. So I want to <laughs> ask her again. Like they asked when I was young, I said, Where's my name from? She mm. said, I like Jermaine Jackson from Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. I was eight. I was kind of dumb. not right. going to lie. Nothing, some, nothing told me to say, oh, well, his name is spelled J-E-R, so mm-hmm. why did you? Right. I have a theory, and I'm not going to put my grandma. I love mm-hmm. you. I, if you told me I'll take this the wrong way. I have a theory that my dad was born in 71. Mm-hmm. So they were, I know drugs was out a lot mm-hmm. in the 70s. <laughs> so my thing is maybe she was doped up and just spelled it that way and thought it was cute, and they just kept it. Hey, hey. I mean, so sometimes... We are, you know, medicated when we after we push out, push yeah, y'all out. Yeah, you, know you know what I'm saying? Because so, I, I was like, it's his name, and then it's mm, my name. So yeah. like, that it started him. Yeah, it so, started him, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I want to ask him that. But um, yeah, so I do have an interview with that. And I, I'll share it. I'll send it to you so you can see mm-hmm. that. I think that's a you get, you get a different side of me there. But we yes. started talking about topics in the city mm-hmm. too. So it wasn't just all about me, me, me. Right. But it started out that way. Uh, I do think in a lot of ways I ask, I have have people in my audience send me questions. Mm-hmm. And when they send me questions, um, I'll answer them on there. So a lot of times that'd be about life stuff. So mm-hmm. that's the way to get it. Um, but I, I, I want my f- 
48th one. So next one I do is 59. Mm. So thank God, just me talking in the camera. Yes. I'm trying to do 49 for the end of the week. I'm trying to do 50, top of the year, like mm -hmm. like January 1st type yeah. thing. If I can, if I can do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, the interview part I want to ask you because you, I don't know if you started something and stopped or didn't. Do I it. had I a podcast, right? I seen yeah. you doing with True. I thought I, I watched it. Okay, it's, like I said, mm -hmm. I watch everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I never, I'm never thinking like, okay, well, I'm doing this, so it gotta be this way. I like to mm -hmm. see what people are doing. I'm like, okay, I like that. I like, mm -hmm. I like how that that style, the mm -hmm. whole two people in the camera thing. Mm -hmm. So I liked it. And I've been watching it. Like I, said, I like True. Me and True's. Um, he been on here before. Mm -hmm. We don't always get along. You're wrong because he art. He, 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 right. It's art stuff, you know. Yes. But we have different opinions and stuff. But we, we were talking on the phone. And <laughs> everything be good. If I see him, everything is good. He just chooses. He be his own way, his own his own thing. But I got love for him nonetheless. He's a very talented person. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I remember seeing. It. I was mm -hmm. like, I wonder if she still did that. Or was it? Yeah. My question to you with that is mm -hmm. one: what happened? You know, what started mm -hmm. that? But also, um, with you being in arts, mm -hmm. how? Uh, Hard was it or easy was it doing an interview style type of thing? Because that's that's a picture of being painted in itself as well. Absolutely. So I had a podcast. We did about fifty two episodes, mm. and um, it was on a, a station on a network, and then the network actually um, uh, discontinued. Okay. And so I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And so um, I can still continue to do it, but. Right now, I'm like, I'm doing so much that I'm like, I haven't really done it. But I do love interviewing people. I love finding out people's story and yeah. their perspective, especially arts, because that was it was actually only independent artists that I interviewed. Got you. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. And so, um, yeah, yeah, I, I like it. Um, I just love the arts and I'm a I'm a supporter. Um, I'm a supporter. And so I don't have to. I'm not in competition with anyone. I support you. You know, I'm like, yeah. hey, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we're both artists, but it's supposed to be a community, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm about. I support. I support, you know. So. The same way. You see me have a podcast yeah. on here. Like, even JP, I had him on first earlier, mm -hmm. and I, I had him up. Like, I'm going to do an even swap. I'm ready to do one, you know, go from there. Anytime somebody starts a podcast, anybody that tell you, I tell them, come here. Mm -hmm. I bring all my equipment. We do a mock one. Right. I've done those. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes we put them out. Sometimes we don't put them out depending on how they feel about it. And then they start their own. Like mm -hmm. so, I think I guess a guy he got one called opinion, opinionated as fuck, but it's not F U C K. It's F U Q. Mm -hmm. Oh, All right. that's cute. And um, <laughs> yeah, we did one, and mm -hmm. we did a mock one and everything here. Mm -hmm. And then like I said, he just started here like a couple months ago. We did like maybe seven, eight months ago though. But mm -hmm. he just started and I watch it. He's he doing good. That's so. cool. Yeah. Gotta, I, always, I love I always it. Do that. I love it. Always. I love interviewing people. It's fun. It is very fun. So I like I like learning new things. Mm -hmm. So that's my, yes. my thing. And I always like I feel like. It's a, it's a saying. They say his story is his story. Like your story is a part of history. So like Absolutely. even you, like I said, me, we got kind of similar story. We not from here. We come here and get everything mm -hmm. done here. Yeah, that's a story in itself. So when you act about what Augusta's like, it's like yeah, but it's not only about people that's from here that's right. born and raised. Mm -hmm. People that found a home here as well, mm -hmm. and they create and they also uh, um, add to this pot that mm -hmm. we've got arti artistic Absolutely. part. You know that we got so. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. But um, yeah, this was dope, man. Dope, dope talking to you. Um, I know Karen gonna be happy to see this. You're gonna yes, like, go crazy. Karen Gordon, the amazing Empress KG. of Cool. Definitely. Yes. Kid, yes, kid. Yes, I got one kid. of my funniest snippets with Kid. He was talking about something. I put uh, uh I'm missing you in the background, I made a scene. <laughs> I got some I got some photos of Kid. He don't know because I was at an event, he was he was eating stuff, he's on a diet for the right? Eating mad stuff. I ain't put it out though. I got I got the pictures in my phone though. 
Yeah, King is funny. I like King, man. He is. He's quite the character. Yeah, man. This was dope, though, man. I, I appreciate you for coming through. Um, wish you nothing but success. Let me know when the EP come out. Yes. If you come back home, you. we can do a simply artist one. We can do a listening mm-hmm. session if you want, yes, something like that. Awesome. I'm down with stuff like that. Yes, so, cool. Or if you got a listening session that you can do, mm-hmm. and I ain't, I'm where I ain't working like that, if you mm-hmm. want me to film it or whatever. Awesome. You do that too. Thank That'd be dope. You. I like, I like I stuff like that. You. Yeah. Yes. All right. That's awesome. Yes. All right, man. One Matter Podcast. We out. Thank you. No problem. <laughs>